Hi guys, it's me, and this is a study of the wheel of time with the brain serpents. I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and please read the books. Read the books with me, and then let's talk about it. Hey guys, I'm back with chapter 12 of the Eye of the World Wheel of Time series by Robert Jordan. So, last was chapter 11, and the last of chapter 11, what it is we saw was they had finally gotten to Taran Ferry and uh, they went, Lan went immediately to the person's home who owned the ferry and he was like, we need crossing and here I have money. And the man was like, okay, we'll cross because you have money. <laughs> it didn't exactly go like that, but yeah. And um, so now in chapter 12, they are leading their horses away. They're in within, they're still within the fog, but everybody is trotting toward the, towards this side of the riverbanks because they say they'll meet them there and then they'll get on the boat. The man said he had to get his horses. Cool, 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 right? So while it is round the strutting through the fog, he hears Maureen say to Lan, there's nothing for it. I can't help. Um, he's already going to, I'm already going to stand out in his mind. You're going to have to handle it. Now we don't know what that means, but we are going to continue, right? Just like I tell him, I'll just continue this series and find out certain things. Anyways, so they, um, they get there. And when it is like they get to the other side and they um they see torches of the people coming, the haulers with Hightower. Hightower is the name of the person who owns the ferry. He pushes back the cloak, pushes back the cloak on Perrin so that Perrin's axe, because all, all of the guys have weapons. Perrin, Matt, Rand, him, and Tom. So he pushes back Perrin's cloak and Rand does the same with his cloak. He pushes his back so his sword is showing even though he doesn't know why he's doing it. But we know why he's doing it because sometimes okay it's like if it is a person sees that you are able to protect what is yours they're not looking to rush you and that's that's the way it was so tom does a um when it is like the men are upon them tom does a flourish with with his knives and stuff and then he begins to like nonchalantly shave his fingernails with the knife so they know they know if it is be looking for a crew to mess with this is not the one these people not the ones anyway so hightower is like um basically he says you know the goal that you already gave me is enough in a safe place so you can't steal it if it is that's what it is he wanted to do why you feel like we want to steal from you and he asks where is the goal that it is you promised right and lan is like you're going to get that when it is we get onto the next side of the river didn't lan say that before i feel like if it is lan said that before anyway so everybody shuffles onto the boat whatever right and they're telling them to keep to the middle middle of the boat so they could do whatever they have to do so rand standing up next to land and i like the little kind of relationship ran and land have you know you want that that is still in between the both of them i like it so ran is like they really thought we would have robbed them why they they acted like if it is they thought we were going to rob them and we weren't even sure if it is they were going to rob us and basically <laughs> so ever there was ever 
a situation that you read about because i i know about a lot of situations with men or females where it is like they're accusing you of cheating or no down to the last you're cheating when it is they horning you with deborah or james like you getting horned but they're accusing you and you know what else that's a guilty conscience that is them thinking thinking in their mind to do what it is they are accusing you of doing to you of doing to them people out here people out here when it is you're cited so like basically that is what land tells run like you know sometimes when it is people would do that to you they would believe that you would do that the same to them so we make it we make it until the until the next side of the turn all right so and so the man is like so what about my goal or they say i'll get the goal right and i feel like if it is this was intentional they get off of the they get off of the boat right they, they make it down the gangplank and they're on land now right and maureen pipes up yes we'll give you a goal and um silver pieces for like all of your holders because they did such a good job in bringing us over so quickly but make sure to note make sure that you note that it is she made sure that that she was off of the boat before she said this right so the holers once it is like they're here and they're getting money all of them all of them come off of the boat to follow them because they everybody want to get paid that cash cash in their hand right so they come off and land is going around to everybody giving them the silver pencils now more rain Maureen is standing away from the crowd of um you know the Emmons feelers and Tom and all of them. She's standing away from them and she's watching the boat. And this is because <laughs> so suddenly like there's a commotion that happens. It seems like if it is the boat is spinning on the waters, right? Like there are torches on the boat and you're seeing them like if it is they're going round and round in circles and it's going faster and faster you're hearing wood splintering that will go on. so one of the people one of the holders is like it looks like a whirlpool and the height hill hill tower i think it was hill tower he says there are no whirlpools on the tarin right on that river there isn't usually any whirlpools or anything but you're both going and it's only a whirlpool that would do that but it's such a strange occurrence right so lan pipes up no maureen says you know well well that was a very unfortunate thing to happen you know and then lan says especially in our service too here's some more money because it doesn't look like you will be ferrying anybody across for quite a while here's some more money so he gives Hightower a fistful of coins and Hightower, he takes it, but he's afraid. Because the man not dumb. The man not dumb. He may be a thief, but he not dumb. Things like that, that just happening out of the blue, that to him it, it was not coincidence. These people, scary. He watching all of them sideways, like... And he just, he just makes a song, huh? And he and his people, the holers, they leave. He just grabbed the money and he gone. He wants nothing to do with it. So Maureen, you know, she's basking on a told you. I told you before, Maureen Strong, eh? She, so she's, so she's telling herself, you know, um, not one, I, I think she was saying she's a few and ten women, right? That could do that in Tafla. So she is the, out of all the sisters right now, she is 
I think one in ten that is able to do what she just did. Make the whirlpool. Cause she, cause she did it. She she did it, guys. Come on. Who go and do it? Who have the power? She has the power. So she <laughs> she um whirlpool was her and you know like she she basking and you know I'm powerful. I'm powerful. People powerful and remember the ice that I can't lie. So she's not she's not lying. She's strong. She's strong in the power. As strong as women of this age or I say of this age are. And then like I I have noticed, remember, this is our cell on in the last episode. She bad? Cause she bad guys. If it is you think, I told you guys that when it is like a channeler uses the one power that they get tired. Maureen hasn't had much sleep, but she do that thing with the fog. Right now, on the next side, they're on the next side now, but she is maintaining fog over the entire river. The span on the river to the west and to the east, she maintaining it, you know. Then she did that whole sort of like whirlpool little action there. That was Maureen. Doing that on top of maintaining the fog, on top of being so tired, on top of healing the horses, and your guilt, your guilt, but <laughs> um, so what happens next? Um, so like Tom asks her because Tom is like, um, I said, I don't think like it could have kept the fog cover over here. Because they reach on the next side and and she says, well, no, if it is basically if it is, I kept the fog cover over um, on here on this side of the, of the tarant. Come on. Sorry, guys. Anyways, if it is like I kept the fog cover, cover over on this side of the tarant, they would know that it is we heading to Bailon. The fact that it is fog is in on the, in the entire river, the murderer would know how much it costs me. And therefore, he would have to think about if it is we did be and not escaping down the river. And they would have to search the river, which would give us more time to go. I just, I have to say this. This Demar. Like, that's how I pronounce it. And if it is your veteran watch reader, you know what, you know what it is I'm talking about. The, the woman knows, she knows strategy. She could play. If it is you think you could tango, I could tango better. If it is you think you're moving your pawn, I already checkmate your king. Understand? <laughs> strategy. Anyways, <laughs> so, um, what happens from there? So, and then, so Tom is like, well, you know, that making sense. What it is you're saying is quite true. And he don't have any more problems. So Matt pipes up and says, and it's pissing me to frick off. It pissed me off, guys. But anyway, so Matt pops up, pipes up and says, um, I said, I did you was that you? He was, you know, trying to ask, but not trying to ask because I don't I don't want to upset you when it is you doing things like swallowing up whole entire boots. Maybe that's not what I want to do, but at the same time I'm traveling with you. So so that is the things you just do. So she gets angry and she's like, I know. And I feel like if it is she projected the illusion of her getting bigger, I honestly do. She says, I know that it is. You guys want to question my every move. But if it is, I answered all of your questions to my every move. We will not do what it is we need to do in time. Right? Basically, that is what she said. And that is what pisses me off. Right? Because... Remember, this is how I was just rating up Maureen, and there are things about her that it is I love. Her inner strength, she's a very strong woman. Other than in the one power, just as a person, she's strong. There's a 
this is the target and this is what we have to get done so we're going to do it no matter what i respect that woman to woman i respect you i see you but i cannot take what it is i cannot take is the fact that the, the more and more she just seems so freaking abusive and when it is i say that listen to me guys listen to what i said abusers do a thing as well where it is like they give you very little information they allow you a very little resources to be able to stand on your own because that allows you to depend more on them everybody matt rand perrin Iguin, all of them are by two river standards and trinidad standards they are adults you cannot sit down you can't sit down and say hey this is what we're doing and this is why it is we're doing it at no point at no point since it is we leave the two rivers has maureen told them why it is she doing what it is she doing or what is the reason she and she knows why it is she took them she knows why it is she said hey we had to go there after you she knew right so she keeps all of that information to herself so basically whatever she does is up to hand we have to follow like what the frick is that for why it is we had to follow you and it is you you not giving us any reason to trust you sorry i'm sorry guys equable chantel calm chantel she's back so um so that pissed me off anyways they take the their horses and stuff and they're headed to land leads them and it's some place like a forested place with fallen uh trunks and leaves and branches all kind of conglomerated and thing that he brings them to and he tells them you know I think Lan checks inside first. And Maury, Egwene asks him. Egwene asks him. She says, you expected us to come here? Like, like seriously? And all you need to know, that Lan is the boy scout of all boy scouts. He rules. He is king. Lan likes to be prepared. Lan had this prepared with the expectation of we're going to get them. We're going to go to Watcher. We're going to go to Tarrant Ferry. We're going to cross the river and we're going to come here. So it's like, yeah, I, I like to be prepared. And Lan has prepared all this and I, I'm, I am pleasantly surprised. Lan is a man. Lan, I told, what did I say? Lan is the man in the van yes that is lot <laughs> so anyways um so he goes in and, and he checks and he's like all right because claire um it doesn't look like if it is anybody has been to here and and um the logs were still warm or something and he started a fire so maureen is like well i will heal you guys later lauren maureen is bastard i mean i i will try to heal you guys later please see to the horses but right now i want to talk to Iguin. So she takes Iguin and they go inside and they're going to have a conversation, right? Um, so Lan and Tom and all of them are outside and they're like seeing to the horses and they speak about, um, the boys are saying that like the horses don't seem tired at all, right? And Lan is like, yeah, they don't seem tired, but they will run themselves to death if you let them. They need, you know, they need to, they need to rest. And that's what happens. They, you know? They put these forces aside. I don't know. I don't know. Like, like maybe it's tied them off or something like that. And he says, let, let them keep their saddles. Because if it is like we have to to leave quickly, they're going to have to have it on. Or we leave, leave without them. 
and then they all go inside now Morena has pulled Iguin aside because my girl Iguin has the spark to be able to channel the one power. Saya die in your ass, boy. <laughs> yeah, she has the spark to be able to um, channel Saya And so she and Morena are talking about it and, and Rand is there listening and he is scared. Because my bet is he and Iguin has a thing and he's just he does not he's not with this he is not on board what it is like all of the isodized stories that they've heard everything that he has seen so far and like this is where it is like i have have a problem with rand and i feel like if it is he's still being narrow-minded you know like for everything that you have seen i mean like there should be some credibility towards the idea that okay she's not evil and the one power isn't just going to burn you up if it is used in a, in in certain ways you know and so there, there's a line between rand and the green where it is like i could respect that she is she calculating she tabulating she's seeing you know what maybe everything that it is i've heard before isn't the truth of the matter on the same hand i can i can maybe sympathize with ron a little bit that there needs to be like an amount of time where it is like i assess you and i decide can this person be trusted can this person not be trusted but rand uh i would say that he's on the losing side here for me you're supposed to take the knowledge that it is you're going on with and form conclusions, right? Different conclusions to, to the one that, that you have at the time. And he's not doing that. He does not want the green to be an ice to that. He feels like if it is still evil, the one power, all of that, they grew up learning that, that this is a bad thing and these are bad people. Onward we go. So the green and Maureen are just like they're doing their thing and um so she tells her about the one true source and the one power and Sayada and Sayadin. Sayada women can wield and they can do it without any problems but remember from the prologue the dark one tainted the male half which is Sayadin and therefore like Sayadin is still pure but you have to reach through the taint to get to Sidon. So it, it it still has negative effects. Right? So um Egwene and Maureen, they're doing and I just need to say that Maureen is a horrible teacher. Horrible, horrible, horrible. This woman is like, you know, um, okay, so like your parents ever taught you stuff? Like daddy used to teach me sometimes. He was a physics and a maths teacher, right? Physics, chemistry, maths. And sometimes it's just like why you have to talk to me like this okay just because i'm not getting it as quickly as you want me to i am still a human being so like when it is your parent tries to teach you it goes awfully and maureen is a horrible teacher because like so Egwene asks you know well did it have a blue stone that that maureen it has and is showing her and she said hey does that have the power and she's like no it doesn't have the power. Things don't have the power. People channel the power. Things don't. Angry all even don't have the power. And but the thing is that like, we now learning. Like give her a little slack. Stop being so crude and cruel. Anyway, so um, what would you say that she does use the necklace as sort of like it's a gem on the necklace. Like she's wearing on her forehead sometimes. Blue gem on the necklace and. 
is a focus point in a way. She's used it to be able to focus. So she and Egwene go back and forth and she's telling her to focus on it. Focus on the gem. And she touches her head. And there are a series of blue lights that go off in the necklace, right? And... Uh, okay, so when it finishes, Egwene is like... Well, I thought I felt something, but I, I'm not really certain if... You may, I may have wasted your time, I'm sorry. And Maureen says last blue light was all you so Egwene gets like happy happy for a second and then she's like but the last blue light was barely there and then Maureen's horrible teacher as she is goes stop being dramatic like this now you are being childish you it women a lot of women in Tavlon take a long time to be able to do what it is you just did and she said the old blood sings in M and it two rivers and she is right she is right, right, guys. The old blood does sing. Egwene is most of the women coming out. I wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> but um, the women in and around the two rivers, I believe, who can channel are powerful channelers. Remember the fact, the, um, the story that we heard earlier about Manatherin and uh, Mabel Dream? She was the queen. Remember the queen? And she was the one that drew the, the one power to her and let it out in flames that was chasing on the Trollocs and the Murdral and all of them. And that killer killed kill off the dark, the dark one's entire army that it is he sent to Manatheran. Remember her? She was Aes Sedai. And she was bad. She was freaking bad. Bad man thing. Bad man thing. <laughs> so, so yes. The old blood does sing. Well, you need to... <sighs> watch out for that um and yeah so like the green is really happy and she's like oh my god ran i could be ice or die and rand is rand is not happy not happy with it at all so guys and that brings us to the end of chapter 12 please keep reading this was such a good chapter so many things happened see how long this was this is a very long video because there were so many things that i wanted to tell on you these books are good guys hopefully you come back and we can do chapter 22 together bye